Der jetzt kommt. Der jetzt kommt. Der jetzt kommt. Go on and let everyone else know breakfast is ready. Der jetzt kommt. Der jetzt kommt. Der jetzt kommt. Go on and let everyone else know breakfast is ready. Der jetzt kommt. I have to have more energy. Somebody said to me, you know, I like your your show, but God, you sound like uh, you have you don't have any energy. So I'm I'm changing that because you know last time I was like, hey, welcome to another exciting episode show. I hate saying episode. <laughs> Episodes are for TV shows. Yeah, right. What what would you call it? A uh... a show number. Like I say, it's show number forty. Right. It's not yeah, yeah. episode. That's like uh, if I'm gonna watch Married with Children, episode five, season three. Good one. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> but Jamie, you have uh, evil episodes. You see that? I kind of like that though, because it just. Uh... Well, be well. We talk about TV, so that's why. That there you go. So that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, we have we have some exciting stuff happening coming up on evil episodes, and uh, we're getting a new co-host, Ooh. and uh, we're recording that tomorrow night, and. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Abominable Snowman, the sci-fi original movie. Oh, I'm excited yeah. about that. I love. <laughs> me and Lloyd were talking about this. I love Bigfoot and the Abominable Snowman, and <clears throat> it's funny. You cannot find a decent movie about Bigfoot. Still can't. <laughs> they just released one. He just posted one on our Skeleton Crew. Let's clarify. Let's clarify, Alex. A good horror movie about Bigfoot. We all know. Harry and the Henderson. Hey, that was a good one. That was better than my Mara Children joke. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's done. He blew his waddy out. <laughs> hey, cue the crickets. <laughs> he's gonna roll over and go to sleep now. Fall asleep. <laughs> now we have. See, uh, we have good news. This show is is jam packed. We have reviews for the Innkeepers and VHS. Those two movies. So. Those will be on this show, so stick around for that, of course. Uh, just want to thank Matt for the... He made new shirts for our show. I know Jamie likes it. it was, I love it. Yeah, to uh, welcome Jamie onto the show, he made a girl holding an axe with blood splatter, and it says the skeleton crew. Oh, what it says on the back? Oh, on the back, it says blood, booze, and boobs. Yeah. Uh, that guy has his priorities straight, and I dig that. I, I seriously love the shirt i love, love it, love it. it love it thank you matt you were so awesome you just uh i'm wearing mine now you're so crazy cool i can't stand it yeah i'm wearing i'm wearing the uh the original one but yeah i wore uh my other one yesterday dude that's the fucking man i'm just uh i'm just throwing it out there yeah the blood booze and boobs thing with the the back of the the shirt yeah i was just on the back i was thinking about that i feel a little guilty about this because I actually haven't drank in about like four weeks. Wow, nice, dude. Yeah, 
because you see I'm, I'm, I'm back into working out because I'm trying to go for this new job and you have to be physically like unbelievably fit that is so hot yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plus, you know, I knew things were going wrong anyway when um, there was one time we were interviewing. Jamie, remember the show where this guy came on who owned all the lost footage for the Halloween movies? <laughs> yeah, I remember that show. <laughs> well, you see, drinking got so bad at that point for me that I think I drank like about two or three beers. And then I called him up to do the interview. So then I brought three more beers and I had them next to me and I kept drinking them while I was interviewing them. Now, since, you know, I think uh, Dan wasn't there or something. No. Yeah. Was not. Okay. And I knew Mike wasn't going to cover for me. So I had a piss so bad when this guy was on the interview. I had to take a piss. I couldn't stop. You know, I had to. And I didn't think about it. I didn't, I didn't think we were going to call him as soon as we did. I thought I'd get to the bathroom first. So long story short sort of <laughs> i had to drink quicker so i'd have something to piss in while i'm interviewing the guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. i'm not then i drink the fourth beer hurry up really quick and then while he's talking to me um he thinks he's having like a real conversation with a normal person i'm pissing into a beer bottle and i couldn't like clip it off so it kept going up the bottle and dripped out onto the floor <laughs> that's raw <laughs> Do you know I did the exact same thing on a show one time? You did? Well, it gets, it gets worse, though. So then I was able to hold it. Like, you know, you actually physically got to hold it now for the next next beer to be done to, drink, to pee into the next bottle. Because I don't know, this interview wow. went on for like 40 minutes. He wouldn't stop talking about it. And I kept trying to go, all right, that's great. Well, we're all looking for it. But here's the other thing. And I'm like, come on, just come on, just tell me. I gotta go to the bathroom. Get the fuck out of here. We got your footage. Yeah, I, I understand about the goddamn movie. Let me out of here. <laughs> it's 10 extra minutes. Get off the line. Yeah, I get it. So <laughs> he keeps talking, and I set up a question that I know will take a long time to answer. And I'm running out of bottles. I can't drink the next one fast enough. So I open my apartment window. I'm like on the second floor, and I pissed out of the window onto the bushes in the front of the house. So, like right there, as I'm standing there with my dick in my hand, pissing out the window during an interview, I'm like, you know, something. I think something has to come to a to a, a fault here. Sitting on top of the world, top of the world. This is out of control. Like really, this is supposed to be a really important show. We're breaking big news, and, and some assholes pissing out of an apartment window. Like that's when I knew it's time to maybe you know pull back a little bit with the drinking. <laughs> of course, it took me two more months to come to that realization because I stopped around December. But yeah, so anyway, I stopped drinking. So it's still blood and boobs, and unless Dan is going to pick up the drinking part, still drink. Yeah, I drink, but see, that's the thing with me. Uh, you know, you know me, fucking. I like my herbal remedies, so uh, you know, I go back and forth. But yeah, I don't usually heavy drink except uh, in the summertime. Because, I mean, you know, it's summer. Yeah, that's what people tell me. They drink in the summer more than the winter. You know, I, I want to mention a lot of, of people, too, today uh, during the listener letters. Listener letters. Listener letters. Nobody does it better. It's been about, what, nine shows since we blurted that out. Yeah. We're always changing it up. Yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know next week I'll be a guy. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. Well, you, you changed our um, our logo there. 
It was a guck. That's right. Yeah. Uh, actually, we got a listener letter about that. Here, let me try to find that real quick. Uh, about the new logo? Yeah, since since you brought it up, I might as well find that listener letter. I didn't bring it up. <laughs> or somebody did. Oh, oh I did. <laughs> okay. I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. All right. Uh, Rich says, uh, the way you guys modified your show's logo and added Jamie was both flawless and hilarious. I see she like Jaws and Friday Thirteenth. <laughs> Come on, don't make fun of the guy. I do. I do. Yeah, it's a funny thing. I love the new shows with her so much, yet I could still go back and love the old ones. That doesn't surprise me though, because Alex and Dan have an instant flow with guests who they never even talked to before. So why would anyone be surprised that they that their third host would fit right in? I can't even read this. That's so sweet. But I don't want you going back. (laughs) (laughs) Just listen to my shows. I get jealous. (laughs) The fact that Jamie is so good is the icing on the cake. Aw, that is so sweet. 39 forward. 39 forward. No, wait. Which episode did we get you in, Well, uh, she came in 39 to do Black Christmas. See? Ooh, I did get it right. And then the Texas Chainsaw and on anything in 2013 and also if you want to check out some of her news segments if anybody can you imagine if like people like uh chronicalize the show or whatever and like the Jamie was on the news on the 23rd show and then she came on for the news on the 35th show <laughs> like I don't think that's gonna happen Jamie I'm sorry um actually it it does <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Somebody's licking your picture up on their wall. Yeah, really. I'm not trying to get, I have some, <laughs> some really friendly listeners. Yeah, they're friendly, all right. <laughs> but they're very <laughs> devoted, and I appreciate the hell out of that. Hmm? We love devout listeners. Now, uh, can you get those people to please, you know, I mentioned in the last show, and I made about three posts all over the place about our iTunes <laughs> I was asking for somebody to rate the show. You know how many extra ratings we got since I did that? Zero. Aw, <laughs> really? Come on. I know a lot of you listen on iTunes. So. Isn't that weird? Like, how do you guys listen? I wish you could all just write to us and say how you're listening to this. I will just say I listen directly from the site. What? Horophilia? You press play? Yeah. You stream it? Well, actually, I download it okay. from there, yeah. but um, I do I do all my shows that way. So cool. Now we're uh, this is uh, we're actually taping the show on the thirty first of January, but um, <clears throat> the Jason's going to put the new ratings out for uh, January. I guess it'll be out by the time the show is out. So hopefully we uh, hit a good number again. I would like to killing them. Yeah, killing it during the Christmas season. Yeah, let's hope people didn't stop listening this year. All right. Oh, especially if Jamie's on. <laughs> one thing, one thing has changed this year, and that would be me. So <laughs> That's why they stopped listening. So if, if our numbers decline, it's all because of you. Oh, stocks plummeted for the skeleton crew this week due to Jamie Jenkins. I'm going to kick constant sexual innuendos. <laughs> <laughs> and she likes Texas Chainsaw Part Two and the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. That was oh. the dagger in the heart, folks. Also, Friday the 13th, part three. Oh. And I know oh, that the majority of them are on my side there, so suck on that, Halbert. I, hey, I watched uh, <laughs> two through four. 
That means including three. I gave that motherfucker another shot. Come on, Jamie. I love you, girl, but damn. It's still bad? You know, I was going to give... It's not that bad. It's just bad. Dude, I was going to give that another chance. I don't have the time because I'm really blasting through. I'm into, like, another phase right now. Uh, what are you saying? I got no life? Uh, no. <laughs> but I'm, I have another phase. I'm going through all the Van Damme movies that I could possibly get. Oh, yes. Oh, my Soldier. God. Oh, Jamie. So, so And good. I love action, but there are two people that I cannot stand to watch, and that is Van Damme and Seagal. What? Can't. Wow. Hey, Jamie, those were the 90s legends along with Arnold and Stallone. Can't do it. I can Under watch Siege 2? Stallone, <laughs> I them all, but no, Seagal, uh, I would kick him in the face. Hard to kill, marked for death? Wow. And Van Damme, I'm just like, oh, God. I just, what? he... Street Fighter, Kickboxer, Bloodsport. Oh no! See, I love I love Street Fighter, but yeah, I can't stand him. You know, but I love (laughs) get out of here. Whatever, I don't like the guy. Unbelievable. Well, I've been blasting (laughs) through. I've I probably watched twenty of his movies. This is no lie, because you know how I'm not like a movie guy, really. Oddly enough. I know we do movie podcast. I know we're movie podcast. Uh, So weird. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I just don't watch him that much. But you know what I think the problem was. I didn't have a motivation, so I just, like, something clicked after, like, Expendables 2, and I was like, you know, I used to love that guy when I was a kid, I used to watch Bloodsport all the time when I was 12 and 14, all that, and I and I went back into it, and I said, I wonder, what else was he doing when I stopped watching his movies, so I went, and I went through all of them, I went through, like, 20 out of 35, and I gotta tell you, they're all good, <laughs> except for, like, Sudden Death, that's horrible, and, um... <laughs> And I haven't seen all of them, but a lot of his earlier stuff's good, and um, the older stuff, I haven't seen a lot, but a lot of that's good, too. Like, four of those are good. Yo, shit's off the hook, dude. Yeah, and here's a new movie kind of review. I just watched Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning, which is the the newest one. How was that? Is he in that? Dude, he's in it, literally. The screen time, I'm going to give him... You ever seen uh, No Retreat, No Surrender with Van Damme? Yep, yep. He's in it about that much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, gotcha. (laughs) And and Dolph Dolph Lundgren is in it about, I would say, a total of eight minutes. I must break you. If he dies, he dies. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Arnold or something else, not him. But, uh, yeah, so... (laughs) Oh, right, the review. It's very good. Uh, really violent. What's <laughs> <laughs> the fourth one? That's a hell of a review. Are you a professional? Uh, no. Have <laughs> you done this before? <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's really good. It's really confusing. <laughs> and uh, who's that guy? Rodney Terrell is his name? Sounds right. Yeah, Rodney Terrell. He's he's really into Van Damme and Arnold, and so me and him are like, uh, you know, we're buddies. Yeah, I know, and I'm sorry, Rodney, about the Van Damme thing. I do love Arnold, though. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, are there any Remo Williams fans out there? <laughs> Cue the crickets. <laughs> <laughs> and the crickets commence. That's a classic. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I would recommend that to people who like that confusing great action. There was a really awesome action scene when they're fighting in, like, a sports department store. Really, really good. you got to watch that movie, though. But uh, you can rent that for, like, three bucks on Amazon.com. You know they have streaming, like, to, like renting. They have that. So you could check that out if you don't want to pay 20 bucks. Uh, <clears throat> so other news sort of, is at the Bates Motel. Now here, guys, I wanted to ask you this live on the show. Yes. 
This just struck me. We have a long time until um, Evil Dead, right? Uh, well, yeah. We actually have a week sooner because Bruce Campbell just announced yesterday that uh, he's they are moving up the release a week because people want it so bad. Now, will this interfere with Lord of the Titan uh, Salem's? Wait, Salem. Sa- sor- <laughs> <laughs> the, the Lords of Salem. <laughs> Lords What's of Salem that? is going to be May 26th, I think, and uh, Evil Dead was originally going to come out May 12th, but it's going to be now May 5th, Okay, I think. I think. All right. I'd have to double-check that, but, you know, it won't. All right, well, here's the question. Wait, what was the question? Oh, right, yeah. <clears throat> so Bates Motel is March 18th, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. How would you guys like to do a retrospective to lead into that show? Da, 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 da. Can we skip the remake? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. You wanna? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Do it. You heard it here <laughs> first, because you'll never hear it anywhere else. Because nobody cares what we're doing. <laughs> and we we always wanted to do that, too. It's just, we, we got a lot of shit that we want to do on this show, you know? We try and incorporate as much as possible, but it's hard, man. But that's always been on the list, man. I think in the back of my head, and I'm pretty sure it's been in the back of your head, Alex. Yeah. Now it's in the front of my head. Well, and, and it's funny that you mentioned the Bates Motel, and you were talking about, um, you know, uh, leading into more uh, TV earlier. Yeah. And, uh, We'll be doing that a lot, too, because finally I got somebody to talk Walking Dead with now that Jamie's here, which is great. Yeah, baby. Fuck you. It, well, it's a great show, man. You know. You know the drill. <laughs> you got to get Walking Dead. You got to get the zombie Dude, fix. you're going to kill me. You know what? <clears throat> What's up? Every time I try to watch Walking Dead, yeah. I start dozing off. It's because you, you, you told me you were, what, midway through season two? That's no, kind no. of a... Dude, I was still in, like, the first five episodes. Oh, okay. Can you believe wow. that? Like, I don't know. It's not, nothing's wrong with it. But something about it, I just start, I get real tired when I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch Reaper? You're like, like, I quit college because college made me tired. <laughs> <laughs> Reaper's great. I, I love it. <laughs> Is it wrong to hate a nine-year-old boy? No. (laughs) Not when that boy is you. It's the joy of my life to see you grow up like I always knew you would. A total and complete loser. So you think I'm a loser? Just because I have a stinking job that I hate? A family that doesn't respect me? A whole city that curses the day I was born? Well, that may mean loser to you, but let me tell you something. Every morning when I wake up, I know it's not going to get any better until I go back to sleep again. So I get up, have my watered-down tang and still frozen Pop-Tart, get in my car with no upholstery, no gas, and six more payments to fight traffic just for the privilege of putting cheap shoes on the cloven hooves of people like you. I'll never play football like I thought I would. I'll never know the touch of a beautiful woman. And I'll never again know the joy of driving without a bag on my head. But I'm not a loser.
Because despite it all, me and every other guy who will never be what he wanted to be are still out there being what we don't want to be 40 hours a week for life. And the fact that I haven't put a gun in my mouth, you pudding of a woman, <laughs> makes me a winner. Here's an oldie but a goodie, the innkeepers. <laughs> it's old, man. What is it, two years old? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Damn. Probably like a year and a half, but yeah. Yeah. Now, this is directed by Ty West, who also uh, does some directing work in the next movie we're reviewing, VHS. But let's just stick to this, of course. So, the innkeepers. Uh, so, Dan, what would you say is the basic uh, plot of this movie? I'm glad we're jumping past Cabin Fever 2 and straight to this, <laughs> as far as Ty West films. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we got in this one, we got Sarah Paxton, well, Cutie, uh, Pat Healy, and Kelly McGillis, and the rest are like medics and nobody really in this movie. The cast is really small in this one. Yeah, I really like that girl. She's a cute kid. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, there's like, fucking three people in this movie four maybe <laughs> yeah so what they basically they go to a an inn i guess the yankee peddler they're gonna close it down it's the last weekend for some reason they're still taking guests and uh one of them can speak to spirits and the other one is an old man who um him and his wife got honeymoon yeah honeymoon honeymoon in that room that he wanted to go back in, even though that was all, you know, gutted. Yeah, so that, you know, that's the whole basis. And uh, they're both, what would you say, ghost hunters? Yeah, they, they do EVPs and shit at night. Yeah, they're closing it down. They're the last step. They close off the third floor. That that dude wants the third floor for for sentimental reasons and, and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, man, these kids fucking get drunk on the job uh you know they're drinking on the job they're doing ghost hunting on the job dude i want that shit <laughs> like where do i sign up it's like when i used to work at the convenience store did you get drunk when you were working there sometimes i used to work at a liquor store <laughs> got drunk there yeah right it's like a <laughs> vampire in a blood bank yeah basically i even just passed over a hard liquor joke <laughs> Wow, look at you. I know. I'm so proud of me for maintaining restraint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty good, Jamie. <laughs> so, anyway, what'd you think of this movie, though? Like, uh, I like this movie. I like this movie a lot. It's hard to talk about the movie because it's like it's weird. It's like a slow burner. It's a lot of conversation. Yeah. But it's all good, though. Yeah. I like when a movie gives us a glimpse of just people, you know, because it's easy to imagine yourself in these situations. Yes. You know, um, most of us at some point have ha- has had some sort of throwaway job where you have long stretches of time that you're sitting there, you know, sometimes working overnight or whatever. And you can relate to the fact that, uh, that you could see yourself getting into stuff like this. And 
you know, I like that. I mean, I don't think movies have to be just action, 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 action. You know, right. and I know that that's one of the biggest complaints that people had about this was that they're like, oh, no, nothing happened. Well, you know, I I recall things happening. Right. You know, things happened. It's just that they didn't beat you over the head with them. Well, and, and they they happened in the last twenty minutes, yeah. But yeah, I like slow burners too, Jamie. I think it um. So when the crazy shit does happen, it's um, it all builds up to something towards the end, you know. And like you said about the people, I couldn't agree more. Honestly, you know, I like small movies like this. You don't need a big cast, you know. All it takes is two kids in a hotel. Who would have thunk it, you know? And it's a great fucking flick. And and scary in some parts, too, man. Like, I wasn't, like, over-the-top scared at this or whatever. But at the same time, there's some creepy fucking imagery in this movie. And uh, while I'm thinking of it, too, guys, what did you think of the score? Because it, it was, like, over-the-top fucking good for me. Like, it, it I just... Love it. Yeah, it was, ah, oh, they just nailed it. I don't know. Something about the score where it's just, it, it, this is a good movie, you know, by itself, but the score just fucking sets it above, above the rest, you know? Yeah, score and sound design are extremely important to me. And, uh, I really enjoyed the score here because I feel like if, if you have a bad score, it can really just ruin the taste of the movie, you know, the whole right. thing in your mouth and because I, I could be sitting there thinking uh, the, the, shut up <laughs> thinking, <laughs> thinking the whole time if only there were better music you know I could enjoy this more and then that ends up just overshadowing everything else that's going on I, I heard a lot of dumb <clears throat> reviews on this movie like uh, one guy said the movie didn't know what it wanted to be it was this and then it was this this the, the ending was just too much and this and that and I'm like it was the perfect progression to me. I mean, it was the right kind of build up. It was uh the right character. I even liked the lady, the ex-actress. I thought yeah, that right. was a great character, you know? Even though she was kind of obnoxious, I thought it was cool that she was an alcoholic. <laughs> the guy who was like a dick. I thought, you know, he was a little too dicky to that lady, like saying, uh, yeah, heard you like to drink or and then he said, "Yeah, don't let the ghosts do this and that." You know, he yeah. was a, a little dicky, but I got. <laughs> he was that. drinking at that point, though, wasn't he? Yeah, so you you forgive that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the ending was a little confusing to me. I I just didn't think it would end that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess she was. I guess we can. You know, there's a spoiler. The girl is trying to get out of the trap door, and I guess uh, Molly Molly May or whatever her name is, the ghost. Um, just comes up. <laughs> Molly May. <laughs> Wait, what's her name? Molly. Madeline O'Malley. <laughs> oh, well, there you oh, go. Close. Madeline O'Malley. Yeah, yep. she uh, just kind of approaches her, and then and then the girl's dead. I mean, I just didn't expect that. You yeah. Know? I just I don't know. I don't know if that's the way uh, to end this. I just don't. I don't get it. I don't. It doesn't seem like a payoff to me. Can I ask you a question, bro? Because I didn't get it at first either. I've seen this movie like five times, though. There are a couple things that uh, kind of led up to it. One, she had asthma, so she dropped her inhaler when the when the guy fucking scared her, and she fell down the stairs, banged her head. So right, right there, that's why she had breathing problems, and she died, obviously. But uh, one thing that I recently, because I've seen this a few times now, and I, I could be wrong yeah, about Yeah, about five, I hear. <laughs> yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Dan. Dan, have you seen this a few times? Twenty times, dude. So yeah. So um, <laughs> when I saw it, when I saw it the eighteenth time, um, I've noticed I noticed something else too. That 
when she's talking to the older lady and stuff like that, she's basically says there's three ghosts here. And if you think about it, Madeline O'Malley's one of them. And then the guy, the dude that dies, you know, after she says that. But if you think in terms of that, if that guy died after, then the third ghost is her. That's my understanding of it. She's the third ghost? I would assume that. Now, I'm not saying I'm 100% correct, but she says there's three ghosts that haunt this. And like I said, you know, the second one was obviously that, that old dude who hadn't, who hadn't died yet. And like I said, it just makes sense that, yeah, obviously she died in the hotel. So she was basically, you know, seeing the future or seeing her future or whatever, you know? Uh, didn't they allude to the fact that Madeline, it's not her ghost? Because she kept saying, yeah, it's the ghost of Madeline. And Lady's like, no. No, there's three ghosts here. And then right. she said, is Madeline one of them? And didn't she, like, kind of say no? No, but I – well, I think Madeline's one of them because she – uh, when she's telling the story of Madeline, she's the uh, – she, she her husband left her on her wedding day and the ghost appears as a chick in a wedding dress. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So so that's how I took it and uh, – yeah, I don't know. She was, I, I, I assume that she's the third ghost. I don't know. What do you think, Jamie? Am I totally off? We're talking about being smart watching horror movies. I could be totally off. Well, you know, um, I, I think you are. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, I'm, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh. um, I've seen this movie a lot. Okay. I've seen it twice. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> but, um... I hate you guys. <laughs> hey, Dan, have you seen this a lot? Dude, like 12 times. Wow. You love me. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, Jamie, so what did you get out of it? I hadn't thought of that, but I like it. It makes sense, right? I mean, that's yeah, the I, that's I, actually, I like that. I like it. Hmm. To, be, uh, to be honest, at the end, I felt myself sort of... I even went back. The first time I watched it, I went back and watched the end again just to make sure that I hadn't missed anything, and I hadn't. So did I. I don't know. I just felt like this something at the end, I don't know, just like it dropped off or I missed something. I just, you know, I don't know. Something just didn't feel uh, right, you know. But, and then I just said, eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> well, I guess I didn't because I went back and watched it and I didn't see anything that I missed. So, you know, okay. But I, um, I hadn't thought of that angle and I liked you know well and i think it's um it's one of those things where it definitely makes sense and stuff but you know all the horror movies we watch these days have these big fucking bang endings and uh this just isn't that movie would you guys say that this movie's got a little bit of charm to it too with the music and you know the 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 little things in it with the bell even just it's like a nice little movie it's not like hardcore in your face like we're gonna fucking cut your stomach open and fucking you know hostile style and or uh you know uh, uh what's it uh whatever victor crowley and fucking take out your guts and 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 wrap you or you know fucking choke you with them or whatever it's not that movie it's a it's a nice little ghost story it's scary enough though i'm not saying it doesn't have teeth it does but it's just you know it's one of those movies where it doesn't have a big bang and uh i'm okay with that see that's the thing like i'm i'm kind of done with movies trying to talk each other with that kind of shit but with that said audiences oh it's exhausting right yeah just give me a fucking simple ghost story i'm down i just want to chill sometime Um, don't watch evil dead then this movie well i said sometimes i also just (laughs) got finished raving about texas chainsaw so you know um this movie it 
it'll leave a hickey, but it won't break the skin. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. That's how its teeth are. Um, I think it's very effective, especially if you're one who enjoys a good atmosphere, which I do. And I like character studies. So this, this to me was really nice to just settle into and enjoy. Right. You know, I didn't have a lot of expectation, so I didn't put a lot of pressure on it. And, you know, because there wasn't a lot of pressure on it, even when, even though I wasn't quite sure how I felt about the end, even after that, I was just like, yeah, you know what? I don't care. I really like it. You know, I like it even if I don't feel like I am comfortable with my understanding of the ending, you know. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's nice. Well, check check that check it out next time you guys watch it, you know, because I've watched it 15 times. So if you guys watch it again, check it out because uh, even at the end when that guy Luke is, uh, it's like the last scene when he goes up and he's like, you knew it was going to happen, didn't you? She was like, there's nothing anybody could have done. So that just kind of more illustrates, too, that she kind of, you know, she knew it was going to happen. So she could, uh, you know, she basically knew that this girl was going to be fucked. And that's why she told him to get out at the end. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's it's not like a fucking bam ending where, you know, it's something crazy happens. But um, I think it does make sense in uh, in the whole storytelling scheme of things. So uh, I liked it, you know? Like, like you said, with the bell ringing and all that stuff, I feel like yeah. that's one of those things that really uh, bring the characters to life. Like, I feel like that little stuff, it makes me feel like that world really does exist. Dude, one of the... One of my favorite scenes, Alex, is when she's taking out the trash. Dude, I fucking love it. It's one continuous shot of her just taking the trash out, and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, right. Yeah, she doesn't get it the first try. <laughs> yeah, it's like shit like that, man. I'm down for it. I know, and I know, you know, for a lot of people, that's not their cup of tea. A lot of people like more fast-paced shit and, and stuff like that. But like you said, I'm perfectly okay with this with this type of uh, storytelling. This seems like a, a story, you know? And it's even got those little things that come up. What do they call those? Little, little, uh, they break the movie into little sections, I think, three times. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. You know, it's, it's a nice little uh, cool movie. Now, I, chapters? I, chapters, yeah, exactly. It's so <laughs> simple, yeah. See, I don't read. <laughs> So how do you uh, how do we rate this movie then? Yeah, I feel really dumb because <laughs> this has been my ratings for a lot of movies lately. But I'd say this is a solid eight. I, I just I, I really enjoy it. Uh, but it, like I said, it's nothing like mind bending or oh my god shock ending. It's just a it's a solid movie. And, I, and I'll say this too: the rewatchability is definitely up there. So uh, yeah, I give it an eight. Jamie. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I'm kind of torn. I find it sufficiently, I find it sufficiently creepy. Uh, I think it has uh, some nice little scares. It's it's a good little solid film. You know what? I'm going to go nine. And that's wow. Like, yeah. I, I, I yeah. am. And I'll tell you why. Because within its, within its own context, you know, of what it attempted to be, I think it succeeded very well. Right. And uh, the only thing that falters, and what I mean by miss something at the end is I mean visually miss something. Like I'm looking around, like I was <laughs> I was looking for a face in a window or something, you know. Um, so that being really the only issue I have with it, and that didn't deter me from enjoying it, um, I have no choice. I have no choice but to say this movie is practically perfect for me. So it's a yeah. nine. Okay. Cool, man. Uh, I'm I'm worried about the rewatchability. I, f- I have a feeling that I have a feeling it wouldn't be as good the second time around, but I could be wrong. 
Uh, it would be hard to recommend this because people always bitch about slow burners, and I, I feel like I would recommend something, and they'd be like, dude, nothing happens. So yeah, it'd be, right. It would be hard to recommend it. Um, it's on Netflix, by the way, if anybody wants to watch it for f free or whatever. I would totally recommend it, though. Yeah, but, I mean, but, you know, we want if you, you have patience. Right. You, well, you know who you are. Yeah. You know if this, after we've just talked about it, you know if it's something that you would want to spend your time doing. And if you do and you don't like it, don't blame us. Right. right. <laughs> it's never our fault. Yeah. I, I, I give this an eight also. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. So that's the innkeepers. It got an eight, an eight, and a nine. And we'll be right back. This is Mr. Skin from MrSkin.com with breaking nudes from the 2013 Sundance Film Festival. First up, Amanda Seyfried turns Tinseltown to Tonseltown, getting topless seven different times in the porn star biopic Lovelace. That's deep rope. This is the Mr. Skin Minute. Next, Dakota Fanning strips for a dip in Very Good Girls and gives us a very good look at her very good butt. Nice South, Dakota. Finally, Mad Men's January Jones shows her mad mams for the first time ever in Sweetwater. Sundance? You gotta call it Skin Dance. And back on the boob tube, Maggie Grace of TV's Lost healed to reveal poolside Heine on Californication. Amazing Grace, how sweet the mouth. I have a little faith, Astounding. Very disappointed this week, too. Pat, the ghoul in the studio. The ghoul in the studio. Did not leave his rap song on our voicemail like he promised for one, two, three, three, three weeks. <laughs> Pat? Where's your rap, Pat? Where's your rap? Oh shit, coming through legit. What you gonna do but go poo in your place? We, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome, Dan. You know, believe it or not, I was actually an actual rap star. You know that? <laughs> I believe it. I was. I was a rapper. I have a song, and since Pat did not leave his song, I'm gonna make up for all that. One time I was um, depressed, and <clears throat> I was I'm not really gonna kill myself, but. I said, um, I bet you that I'm feeling suicidal, so I bet you if I take that and use it in a creative way, it will help me cope with my problems. So I wrote a suicide note in rap. I wrote it and recorded it, and then um, all, I play it to some people, and all I hear is you sound like Eminem, Eminem, Eminem. So That wouldn't be a bad thing. I like Eminem. I know. I mean, I'm I'm torn between do I take that as a compliment or are you saying I don't sound original? Cause I guess it depends on who's saying it. Uh, Jason Lloyd said that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Should I not take that too seriously? Well, well I'm going to play an excerpt from it, like about three minutes of it, just so you get the gist of it. And uh, and then we'll see how many people make fun of me. Yeah, drop that. 
The way, so let's forget it. I did a lot of dumb shit in my life and I regret it. I said a lot of dumb things to a lot of important people. It's like a bad movie, but there ain't gonna be no sequel. I'm gonna end it all. Now once and for good. Not like these movies that you see in Hollywood. I ain't cashing in on shit. I had it, this is it. You know when it's time to try, you know when it's time to quit. I didn't do a thing. I don't have a master plan. I started out with nothing and that's still where I am. I didn't make the most of my life. Didn't do all I could. I can't rewind time. I would if I could. But even if I did, I'd live my life the same. That's just who we are. It's pinning our brain. A person can never change. They can only fake it. The truth lies in the minds so they can taste it. Now the real good people, that's fake shit. They bother themselves and themselves so they can't take it. It's like driving 120 in the brakes hit. You crash through the window of truth. It's time to face it. There is no tomorrow. 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 My life is falling to pieces I was on my way and suddenly my ride screeches I just hope there really is a heaven Cause every fucking day in this life it feels like 9-11 I ain't gonna count up all the battles that I lost or won Now I understand happiness is a warm gun The future is no place to place your better days Nor is it the time to decide to change your ways There is no finish line and try You either don't or you do You succeed or fail, your fate is up to you I'm writing this letter so I don't keep it inside You wanna know why, where, how come he died? Why would a young guy do something like this? Was there something going on with him? Was there something we missed? How could we not hear that he was asking for help? Maybe we really are just too wrapped in ourselves. Never ever took the time to ever ask how we felt Given the circumstances in his life he was dealt How come he never let on or gave us a sign? He always had that fucking tragic look in his eyes He always moped around like he was fucking depressed Look at the way that he walked, look at the way that he dressed I guess the truth is we never paid it no mind We have our own lives to live, there just wasn't the time Well now the time has come for me to say goodbye Life just isn't for me no matter what I try In time filling the spaces, pain is what time erases Sorry I wasn't fulfilled with life on a daily basis there is no tomorrow 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 You looking for scooters? Yeah. Oh, great. I'm going to drop one off today. Where are you at? You want to sell it? Yeah. How much you want for it? I'll give, you, I'll give it to you dirt cheap. I just want to get rid of it quick. Uh, You know when scooters downtown? Yeah. Third and Scooters third and Hey, listen, I'm bringing you the scooter. It's in good shape. Do me a favor, though. If my wife calls looking for the scooter, you don't know nothing. I don't know nothing now, even. Okay, let's keep it that way. I'm going to get rid of this piece of shit and get out of my house. Okay. You got it. I'll be there in a little bit, buddy. Okay, buddy. Bye. Right, bye. Hello? 
Hi, sir. How are you? Good. Did a man call just uh, offering to sell a scooter for cheap? I don't know, man. I got a lot of calls with the scooter business. Hmm. What happened? Well, here's what happened. I was sitting down watching my stories. I get to, ready to crawl over into my scooter to go in the kitchen to get a ham sandwich. My fucking scooter's gone. And my husband leaves a note by the phone saying, scooter, third and... So he, I think he's on his way over to sell my stolen scooter. What's your name? Ethel. Ethel? Well, I didn't buy nothing today yet from nobody. Well, he's on his way over there now. I'm just going to have the cops meet him over there at your place because he stole my goddamn scooter. Don't call the cops. If he comes and I see a scooter, I'm not going to buy it. I, it's, I know, but you know what? You're already wrapped up in this. It's my husband's a scumbag. He does this shit all the time. I'm tired of it. Well, I don't wrap up with nothing because I didn't buy nothing, so... Hello? Yeah, I'm on the scooter. I'm on my way in. I'm on Main Street. Your wife just told me. Oh, shit. I to Did you tell her anything? Oh, I didn't say nothing to your wife, man. I'm on the scooter right now. I'm coming down now. I'm going to drop it off. Now, you got paper for the bike? I got whatever you need. I'm going to just drop it off. You give me $30. We get in, we get out. That's it. She don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. All right? Okay, come over. Oh, shit. The fucking police are behind me. What do you mean behind you? There's a cop car behind me. So move to the side. They're chasing you? I'm not yet. Yeah, no, they're chasing me. He's telling me to pull over. You got a back area I can pull into? I got a garage, yeah. Yeah, yeah, open the garage. I'll just pull in there. Where are you going to see you coming over, man? Not my fucking... You must have told my wife. She called the fucking cops. I didn't say nothing to nobody, man. Ah, shit. That's a fucking shooting at me, these son of a bitches. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Where's the fucking garage? What do you mean what? It's here in the store. All right, open the fucking door, man. I got to get rid of it's these open. cops. Fuck! Jesus! Hello? The cops are behind me. I got my wife on the phone. She said you called the cops on me. Why do you call the cops on my yeah, head? I don't know you even. Okay, VHS. This uh, came out in 2012. Pretty much the epitome of a found footage. What is the wraparound story now? It's like a bunch of delinquent 20-year-olds were hired to break into a dude's house and take a certain VHS tape. Yes. But there's so many, they don't know which one it is, so they take them all. <laughs> they break into the house. They go to like some room, and there's like a guy presumably dead on a couch... Uh, and a bunch of VHS tapes laying around. So one of the dudes who were breaking in, they decide to just pick up some random tapes and uh, just play it in the VCR. And what he watches is our movie. So that's pretty much it, right? Mm-hmm. Would yeah. you say? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So now, since I'm such an asshole, I always have to point out these glaring omissions. <sighs> right off the bat, this occurred to me. I mean, like, instantly. Okay, the, the the first story, just the aspect of it, uh, this occurred to me. This kid is wearing glasses with a hidden camera inside of it, right? Yeah, they lost me already. Well, here's the problem with it. This is something that would never be on a VHS tape. <laughs> right. right. Like, this is clearly like some MP4 shit or some AVI files. Uh, far from videotape. Yep. You know, you, you could really get picky and say, how how is the videotapes widescreen? 
uh, also. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, right. There's just a lot of things that don't make sense, and some things just shouldn't be on tape, and that's definitely one of them, uh, as well as uh, a future one where people are, like, video Skyping each other. That is not something that's on VHS tape. Uh, good point. So that that is just so bizarre to me. Well, there is to me. There are a lot of like for one. Would you? How much time would you spend watching someone else's vacation footage? Oh, Jamie, please! How is he not fast forwarding through that? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> are you seriously going to sit down and pop in this tape and just just oh look oh these are people that I don't know and they're driving around running their mouths. Let me sit down and watch this. That would never happen. And another thing, how is it so convenient that every single VHS tape this guy picks up is queued up to the right spot? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what, do they have a Be Kind Rewind sticker on every one of them? Like, <laughs> I, like, I don't understand how none of them, like, maybe the guy watched the death and turned it off and took it out and the guy puts it in and he has to rewind it. No, they're all perfectly queued. See, I didn't get the whole the whole meaning behind the movie, dude. Like you said, like why is it all queued up? At, but more importantly, why is all this like evil shit going on? Like it doesn't uh, that whole aspect of it, I guess, which is technically the point of the movie. Or would you say there is a point? Like they don't explain well, no, it or anything. I mean, the wraparound is yeah. It's one of my main complaints is that the wraparound is incredibly weak right. and. And that happens. And, you know, with an anthology film, that, you know, that happens sometimes. But that doesn't mean I have to like it. You know, I mean, put a little care into it. And and it's like, you know, Alex was pointing out some some glaring issues. And there are tons of this in this. And I understand that found footage at this point is a difficult thing to tackle. You know, you're constantly having to come up with new ways to get around to get around things or make it original right. and um i so the the tactics that were used well especially the glasses for instance was really original it's just not feasible <laughs> yeah. and um i still have to be able to suspend my disbelief a little bit you know instead of thinking the whole time wow this is some incredible technology to be put on vhs you yeah. know? <laughs> so and uh who's got the laptop with with the VCR in it. <laughs> Where she like, why is that on VHS tape? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really make too much sense, does it? No. And I love, the, and that's the thing. Is I love the concept of this movie. The, and we have these all these different directors come together, and uh, they're up and comers. You know, there are people that we've, you know, we've seen their work. We, I like their work, but then, you know, so this is a great idea. Right. Like, all these different versions of the found footage. Yay, that sounds fantastic. But I just feel like when it came down to it, there was not a lot of love put into it. I felt like it was rushed. I felt like it just, it, you know, I don't know. Like, it was a really strong idea. I just don't care for the execution. All of them. It was, I mean, right. like with any anthology, I feel like it was up and down. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely up and down. There were peaks and valleys here. Uh, I guess let's get into them. Uh, try to give a brief little... Uh review of each one because there's so many okay the first one like we said the guy with the glasses he has a pair of glasses that he could just walk around and videotape whatever he's looking at you know uh basically so you know they go to the bar they do this they do that they bring girls home 
when they're at the bar, man, that one chick with the big eyes with that line going down her forehead. Dude, what the fuck, man? <laughs> that was perfectly cast. I mean, that was just really, really good. Um, basically, <clears throat> now, I, this is spoilers too, guys. So, I mean, we can't really review this without that. So, yeah, right. Check it out. Yeah, check, it's on uh, Netflix. So, if you want to stop this, we, we timestamp everything. Just... Um, Go to the next thing and watch it on Netflix, then come back and listen to this. Uh, so, yeah. So, anyway, like, the first story, the girl, uh, the guy's supposed to bang her, but he doesn't, so his friend starts banging her, and it's like, wow, this chick's hardcore, and, like, I didn't think she'd get down like that, man. Like, that was pretty weird. Uh, I thought it was really well done, the whole that whole thing, and then they're in the bathroom, and the chick's killing the dude she's having sex with, and then... um then the guy tries to escape and he falls down the stairs and his bones poking through his skin. Like Ugh. that was crazy. Awesome, dude. I did like the effects in this one. Yeah. yeah. And then the best, the scariest shit ever, man. He looks up at the up the stairs and you know that you should see her coming, but you don't. So it's even more scary. Then all of a sudden you hear the door open up there. Oh. And that's even more scary. Then he's like looking at the other door, and he he goes back, and you see her like hunched over at the top of the stairs. That was like really scary. Oh, yeah, like that stuff still does it to me, man. Like when that's done right, and the lighting is right, and the look is right, and all that stuff, that works. Yeah, and at that point, her her face is all fucked up, like it's uh, it's what split open yeah it's like split open but then they take it one step further the dude makes it outside and she fucking picks him up and flies away with him that was cool though i liked I loved it. it dude i thought it was fucking off the wall but yeah it was fucking fat <laughs> jamie what'd you think about her being a flying demon i thought it was awesome this this is one of my favorite segments I really enjoyed this one. I was really happy the first time I watched this that I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's starting out really well. I like this one, you know, and then it yeah. didn't say that. It didn't say that way through the whole thing. But we'll get to this is a solid beginning. Yeah, this is a solid 8.5, this story, I think. I, You know, almost, I can't say 9. 9 is real high praise, but this was 8.5, I think, to me, this first story. Yeah, I'd give it a seven, dude. But the only reason why I don't give it any higher is because uh, I didn't I didn't really believe those dudes being as, as obnoxious as they were, especially <laughs> that one dude. I mean, and dude, I have some fucking obnoxious friends, <laughs> and they're not even half as bad as that. Jason said that's how he pictures me when I go out. <laughs> I don't know if I should take that as a compliment or not. To, yeah, but I'm sure to an extent. Like, that dude was yeah, but that's straight. coming from Jason. Yeah, who the hell is Jason? I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta consider the source there. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. So now we get to the second one. The boss man, I love him. <laughs> yeah, we love Jason Lloyd, but we'll still take jabs at him if we can. Now, the second story is the one Jamie was talking about. Like, basically, it's like uh, this: this couple is on a trip, and they're in the car yapping, and they're in the mountains, just yapping. They're going to Vegas. No, I don't know. Who knows? I was just trying to get it over with. Like <laughs> yeah. when I heard Jamie review this a couple months ago, I knew that there was one bad one, and I immediately picked up on it that this was the one. <laughs> you know, like <clears throat> so. <laughs> the second story could have been edited down to like half, right. and it would have been yeah. ten times better. Um, but you did hear when we reviewed this. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize you'd heard. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, when they were on the mountain, man, I just wanted to push them off and get this over with. There was no uh, point to that whole, no, that whole thing. Yeah, the the one funny part was when the uh, oh yeah okay before we get to the the funny part about this let's get to this part so they're they're sleeping obviously they're like camera obsessed the camera turns on and it's facing the guy so you figure like you know his uh, fiance or whatever she is just you know is videotaping him then the camera turns and you see she's laying there that's great that was really well done yeah like, that really brought an eerie feel because. You're so vulnerable when you sleep. Just like the way Psycho took taking a shower and just expose your vulnerabilities. Sleeping, dude, you don't get no more helpless. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? Like, that is really creepy. Yep. I could jam a pencil right in your ear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Now, so here's the funny part, though. There is some humor in this eeriness. Uh, this thief jams his toothbrush into a toilet bowl and then in the next scene you see him brushing his teeth what the fuck was that dude that was just stupid as fuck i guess that's it and then then the next time this happens uh they show this guy laying in bed again and this is what i think is one of the greatest kills ever man i mean that was that really got to me when they just like rammed a knife up his throat while he's sleeping the blood the way it came out of the mouth the way it was all over the, the throat Yep. It was done really, really, really well. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Really badass, dude. I agree. That was sick, dude. I thought it was incredible. Yeah, Jamie, I mean, did do you think the ending sort of made it pay off or not really? Uh, I do agree that it looked good, but by that point, I was so done with this story that I just didn't care. You know, I just, I, I just didn't care. <laughs> I just wanted it to be over. So, <laughs> right. unfortunately, but, my boredom robbed me of enjoying the end. Right. Well, I don't even consider that the uh, the ending, though. The The whole ending is um, that that chick and the girl were, were in it together. Yeah, and they were yeah. like lesbians. Yeah, and I just – and that's – you know, you get that, and then I'm just like, eh, all right, whatever. Yeah, but who cares? Right. I didn't. That's the thing. That I didn't care. So yeah. – um, and this one – and that was ties. Yeah, that and be- that really hurt my feelings because that he was his was the one I really expected to enjoy the most, and um, didn't. <laughs> well, yeah. Jimmy, you spoke to um, how they all didn't feel like you know cohesive the stories you know as an anthology or whatever. Dude, I saw an interview. It was like an innkeeper's interview where he briefly talked about VHS and yeah, he just came in and did his thing and he had no idea what the other guys were doing. Like he had no clue. So yeah. it it must be I mean and it shows, you know what I mean? And it's uh you can tell, you know, how di- I don't think and I don't even think the story's being so different is its uh weakness or whatever. I just think whoever uh did it in post I just think uh, at the at the end of the day, it could have been uh, much more cohesive as an anthology movie, you know, overall. Yeah, I mean, I don't expect the stories themselves to be cohesive with each other at all. I mean, right, obviously yeah. they're from completely different. Uh, you know, they have nothing in they have nothing related apart from the fact that they're on VHS somehow in the same place. But um, it, it's just that I felt like the story explaining all of that didn't really do that you know right. and so yeah, like, i don't even know why this guy had all those tapes there i didn't get that yeah i mean i don't 
They don't. Yeah, they, it's very ambiguous. They don't. Maybe yeah. we'll find out in Super VHS. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so third story. This one is really strange. This guy is in the woods, and he kills people. But for some reason, and I, maybe I'm understanding this wrong. He can't be filmed. You know, like every time he's going to come onto the film, it just gets uh, really warped. And then when he's actually really on the film, it just gets really like obliterated. Like, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Like, is he a ghost? Is he a real guy? Why can't he be filmed? I don't understand what's going on exactly. Right. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't either. And this was just bizarre for me. This one was worse than the last one. And this one was just a piece of shit. I see. The only thing this one had go good going for it was um was the kills. There were a couple good kills in it. Other than that, this is probably I think. What, I mean, what do you guys think? This is by far the worst one, right? I mean, the, I, I don't know for me, but I guess the only thing that would set it to those fucking kills are badass. That's definitely disputable. Um. Yeah, the way the blonde starts doing some cheer dance, and <clears throat> a butcher knife gets thrown through the back of her head, and her eye kind of drags out. Yeah, it's like a it's like a little slasher short, you know, with some good kills. But well, yeah. the ones I didn't like the the kid guy stabbed his forehead over and over. So that was really weird. Yeah, that was strange. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't. I think it was a great concept, like the killer who can't show up on film. That was really cool. I kind of I kind of like that. I think that was really creative. Yeah. I just didn't like the girl, you know, dragged her friends up there. Yeah, for bait. Yeah, it's just, I didn't buy it. Like, it's just the whole story was just stupid and you're all going to die up here. Like, what? And it's just some of the acting in that. Like, that one dude was just horrible, dude. Like, dude, I I never acted a fucking lick in my life and I could do better than that. And I'm not even kidding. That's a challenge, like, straight up. What about that random dude at the end who has, has his throat cut and he's just kind of like walking around the woods? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, what the fuck was that, man? I didn't like this one at all, to be honest with you. Yeah, this one sucked. At the end, the guy who can't be filmed jumps out of a tree and uh, yeah. kills the chick anyway and he pulls her guts out. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, don't, I definitely don't think this was um, – <clears throat> I don't think this is even near the worst. Really? Yeah, no, I think the one we just talked about, the wedding, okay. the two, yeah. the couple, I thought that was really bad. Mm, yeah, that's, yeah, definitely. They're pretty neck and neck for me. Right, well, that's I, don't, I think I just like the, the vacation one much more, but or yeah. whatever. The, the nonsensical, boring one. <laughs> so, yeah, it sort of, it starts on a high note, and then it dips down in the middle, and uh, fortunately, I think it, it uh, comes back. Okay, well, it comes back maybe with this. <clears throat> Fourth story, a girl is on video Skype with her boyfriend. She kept saying that uh, there was ghosts around the house. She hears noises, uh, things like that. You see a like a little kid ghost run in a room, slam a door. That was sketchy as fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that at all, dude. Yeah, that was it. Was weird. <laughs> it was, well, no, you know what? You know what caught me about that in particular That's is the so kid cute. fucking. It was just so real, dude. Like that was a real fucking kid, dude. Like it didn't disappear. That thing just came in and shut the door, dude. I would have fucking bugged. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, it was real suspenseful, actually. Especially when she's like, "I'm not gonna look. Just tell me if you see them." Then you see them. That was really good. Yeah, a lot of it was effective. Yeah, but then it gets weird too. You okay, know, because yeah. yeah, she's talking about the thing in her, you know, 
itching her arm. Yeah, she's cutting that shit out of her arm. Oh, that yeah, that was crazy. Why is she so willing to just? She's not even in remotely like shocked about this at all. That she has a gigantic quarter-sized open wound on her <laughs> arm, and she's sliding uh, utensils under the skin that deep. This doesn't phase her at all. No, uh, yeah, that was fun. I didn't. That, I I didn't buy that part. That was stupid. That was really weird. But I guess they knock her out, and this dude, who supposedly is in another country or whatever, he's in another room. Right. They, he cuts, like, a baby of some kind out of her somewhere. <laughs> like, was that her womb? You know, this is another one that <laughs> I, honestly, I was like, at the end, of course. What? <laughs> because right. there's so many, apart from the fact that their Skype conversations are now on VHS, which we've already covered and make no yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. <laughs> but apart from that, I, I'm just, there's so many weird things going on in here. I really felt like if they had kept it straightforward, you know, I like the fact that she thinks that he is, you know, really far away and elsewhere, but it turns out that, no, he has a nefarious plan and he's actually right there. I like that. But why do we have to go so far outside the box? You know, it was just, it went to the point of ridiculous because I'm so busy. It's just so far-fetched. And I felt like if they would have kept the story a little bit simpler, then it would have been much tighter. Who's ever heard of something like this? Now, he said something like, are you sure this thing is ha- half human? Yeah, what the and, fuck? And who the fuck was he talking to? Those little kids? Like, I don't understand any of this. Like, I don't know. But you hear some kind of voice back at him when he's talking. I just couldn't yeah. make out if it was on some computer headset he has or something. I don't know what was going on, honestly. No, me either. I don't care to know either. I don't think it, it's it's supposed to be one of those ambiguous things. Like, yeah, it's like wow, such weird things are going on in the world that right. you don't even know. That's what this is supposed to really send to you. Right. And then you know, even to the point he's like, "I got to cover up. I got to break her arm." Like, you think breaking her arm is going to cover up for the fact that she's a gigantic like nine inch gash down her stomach <laughs> that's like perfectly cut open and and. Like, clearly yeah. that was done by, like, I don't know. That's thinking way too far into this. I don't even care to do that. Uh, but then I guess the big ending or whatever you want to call it, the double ending, is that he's doing this to, like, another chick who takes her top off on Skype video or whatever. Yeah, right. she had some nice titties. Yeah. She kind of looked like the chick from Texas Chainsaw with the nice legs. Oh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yep. So, so uh, I was wrong. There is not six. I mean, I'm usually wrong. So, get used to that. There are five. Okay. Yeah, yeah five stores. So, the, well, I the, assumed you meant six, including the wraparound. Oh, I, I did. Oh, thank God. That's what the I reach meant. Reach around. That's what I meant. The reach around. Reach around. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> so, these kids go to a Halloween party. They end up at some, like, random empty house. They don't know why no one's there. So, they just go searching through the house. And uh, some really crazy stuff happens. Uh, uh, yeah, so there uh, a bunch of dudes are sacrificing, yeah, fishing, sacrificing a chick in the attic. They're like, "Don't you shouldn't be up here." And then uh, all of a sudden, these dudes start like flying into the ceiling. Yeah, it's fucking nuts, dude. All hell breaks loose. Yeah. So now, look. Here's what's weird about this. Honestly. Uh, who should I have answer this? Who would be... Okay, Dan. Oh, Jesus. There's a random girl 
being sacrificed in a house where people are flying into the ceiling. Do you go back upstairs to get her? Hell motherfucking no. Ah! I want to put as much distance between the house and me as I can. Jamie, you'd go back? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. And no, you know, no. The Jamie, thing is, no, you get shush, the police. Shush. Jamie. Get the police. One <laughs> of the things that my friends and I said yeah. about those guys when they went back was how much we loved the fact that, uh, uh, I mean, he was out the door. You know, he was right there out the door, and then he's like, no, this shit ain't right. So he turned <laughs> back around, and I'm like, that is a man right there. <laughs> Basically. So, um, yeah, so you guys can run if you want, pussies. <laughs> hey, I didn't, I didn't answer yet. Yeah, but he, you, you said you were going to put as much distance between you and the house as you possibly could. Oh, damn it, she caught that. And look what happens when they do save her. Look what happens. They get hit by a motherfucking train. Exactly. So what? What now? What now? Hey, what did you guys think of, like, the... I loved the whole haunted house thing they had going when the kids were leaving, man. The hands, the the dishes flying and just shooting at you. The the, the way the door morphed into a not an open window or anything. Like, that was amazing. This is my favorite one. Like, I, I really feel like this movie ended on a high note. Because of this, well, then to be dragged back down by the Averian, but the <laughs> with the wraparound. But the was there were so many things I like about this. First of all, the most creative use of found footage ever right. in the fact that it's Halloween and he's dressed as a nanny cam. That is <laughs> yes, awesome. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. That was good. The perfect excuse to have yep. a camera on you at all times. Mm-hmm. That's your point. And so that was I was really, 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 really proud of them for that. I thought that was that was really cool. Uh, plus, I love it's just like you said, like the whole haunted house thing. I mean, it was just like all hell is breaking loose, and it's like it felt like you're running through a fun house. Mm-hmm. Yes, the fun house. Yeah. And yeah. I love that. That's what I love about Wreck. I mean, that's why I loved Rex so much is because it had that whole funhouse feel, you know, people grabbing at you from every angle and, and you know, um, you're just running up and then running down and running all over. And this was, you know, it's frantic. And I got that same kind of thing from this, which I enjoy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the found footage aspect, it really, uh, it does, I mean, the obvious point to found footage is that it's, you're supposed to think it's, you know, real. And it's not so glossy like a movie, so it really, uh, you know, because look at what's going on with the world. It's almost like people are kind of tired of scripted stuff, and they want just reality TV. That's been going on for like 10 years now, uh, and it, there's, there's no signs of slowing down, honestly. I mean, there's some of those shows have the highest ratings, so people want reality. Well, I mean, soap operas are dropping left and right yeah. as far as daytime television goes. To make more room for reality shows. Yeah. Oh, I mean, people don't want soap operas anymore. They want court shows <laughs> and The View. Right. They want, yeah. they want Flavor Flav. Yeah, so basically uh, the, the way this ends, the kids kind of get the girl. They get out. They escape. They're holding her in the car. All of a sudden, she just disappears, and she's outside of the car screaming, and then their car just kind of stalls on a train track, and... Like, that was really, again, so well done. Yeah. Like, really realistic. Sometimes when I'm in a 
when I watch something like that. I say, well, why didn't they just do this? Why didn't this do that? Why didn't this do this? They really had no time. There was no – they couldn't break those windows any – you know, with any real – they had no time to do it, so. Right. They were trapped, and it was a really crazy feeling because I was in there. Like, I, I really said, wow, like, can you imagine if I was really there, like, and a train's coming, and I know I'm I'm done, man. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's a really crazy feeling. It must be crazy, you know. Oh, dude, yeah, they, and, and they were trying too, man. It, it looked like uh, if you were really in a situation like that – it's, it would pretty much more or less go down like that. Oh yeah, it was it was perfect. I thought this was this was probably the best. They really ended off the, with a bang. I totally agree. That's it for VHS. Uh, well, what would you, you rate? guys rate the movie? Yeah, how do you rate this? I'd, I'd give it a nine. Yeah, the whole movie. No, uh, the, the last. Oh, the last one. I yeah. give it a nine too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you on that. All right, and uh, I mean, do we want to do the wraparound or just rate the whole? Uh, I don't even know what the wraparound, how it ends, dude. I really there's don't nothing know. to it. That's the whole point. There's like it doesn't make any sense. It's almost like this is our excuse for watching these movies. Like, uh, it... you know, I don't know. They chose to present it to me with that, and if that's what you choose to present it to me with, then I say fooey on that. <laughs> so, and it does affect my overall enjoyment of the film because I spend the whole time going, "God damn you for not for not giving enough of a damn about this movie to make something coherent." Right. You know, I mean, this is a fantastic concept that they just were like, "Yeah, whatever. We'll just slap it together. Who cares?" Uh, right. You know, and uh, I do. I care. So. Right. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you guys give it overall? Like, no, you know what? I have the same opinion Jamie had with Innkeepers. Like, you know, she said she didn't get the end, but then she was like, well, I don't really care. It's still good. Like, to me, I feel like I really don't get the wraparound, but I'm like, eh, who cares? I mean, even though I was invested probably while I was sitting there watching it for the first time, looking back on it, I really don't really care. You know? I mean, I guess it just... I felt like I feel like it's disrespectful. Like, I like disrespectful to the film, disrespectful to the audience. I mean, I just feel like it felt to me like they didn't give a damn. All right. Well, how do you, uh, how do you rate it overall? If anyone heard my list on Devour uh, for, for 2012, this made my – all right. Well, it wasn't worst of the year, but it disappointed me. Um, it was right up there with Prometheus as far as me being disappointed. So okay. – um, I can't really justify going any higher than a six. Damn. Ah, uh, yeah. That's Plus, I only liked two of the five stories, so, yeah. Well, right, yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the whole thing with it, too, Jamie. Like, there's a good, there's a couple good stories in it, but is it worth, like, you know, saying this is a good movie because of it? No, it's got good parts. I mean, they could have killed it, man. They could have came out with some fucking serious fire and, uh, and, and killed the whole anthology fucking thing. But uh, they didn't, so, yeah, I give it a six, too. And that's a generous six, you know? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I think that's the correct rating. So we're going to have a 666 on here. Nice. (laughs) That's cool.
don't know if anybody saw. I don't think. Uh, I don't know if you have Jamie. Uh, anybody catch the following the other day? Yeah, yeah, we're covering it on evil episodes. What did you think of that, Jamie? Because I loved it. I gotta tell you, uh, I think the first couple of episodes were pretty shaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't that impressed with the writing. I really, really? liked the idea. Okay. I think that some of the acting was a little over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and but this is this is what. Um, I, this is what my, always my policy. I will never judge a show solely on the first couple of episodes. See, like I, I'm so I give, glad you said that. When I give people a chance to get into their character, to feel right. the flow, you know, for the writing to sort of smooth itself out. I mean, it takes a little time for a show to be good. You go back and watch any show that you love. You go back and watch like the pilot episode and, you know, I can guarantee you that the majority of the time you won't even hardly recognize it. You know, what? I mean, they just go through this evolution. And so I like to give them a little bit of time to sort of settle in. I couldn't and, agree more. And, and they're trying to sell the pilot, too. And they're trying to put a little too much of the story into that first episode or two. And uh, <laughs> so, I can yeah. tell you that I, I just I feel like you guys are so classy. <laughs> <laughs> That I'm kind of embarrassed when I'm on the show because I feel like I don't have the proper public relations skills. <laughs> no, no J- Jamie keeps us in line. This show would be a lot more weird without Oh, God. Yeah, so basically the the, the TV thing, though, though guys, it's just um, it's going to be good coming up. We're going to be hitting a lot of that. And I'm glad you said that about uh, the TV, t- the uh, you know, basically television, as opposed to movies, you know, you get so much more time to get into characters, and I feel the same way. I, it was a little shaky. I, I definitely agree with that. It was actually a little all over the place, but um, I think it was. Did, would you agree that it was pretty ruthless, Jamie? Like, uh, you know, specifically, yeah. oh, wow. it was brutal, and that I'm going yeah. to love. I mean, if they keep that, and I really like where the story is trying to go. Like, I love right. the idea exactly. of a cult following yep. serial killer. I, I and then him sort of like puppeteering all these things from the inside. I just I. I don't know. I really like that. I think it could be a whole lot of fun. I just hope the one fear that I have is that every week there's going to be like a new, um, like, you know, a new follower that they have to. Well, like, see, I'm yes. Is, I'm kind of picturing yep. it being like the fugitive, yep. but with, well, yeah, <laughs> with it like is. a different person every week, you know, like he's constantly looking for, for like basically following the trail of him by following his followers, if that makes any sense. It doesn't. So, and there's more. <laughs> <laughs> There's more followers than than regular characters already in the first two episodes. He's got about ten people, and I think there's probably seventeen characters altogether, or something like that. So yeah, you know they're, they're everywhere, and that was another. They're everywhere. I'm. Uh, <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> so I just feel like uh, yeah, I want to give it time though. It's definitely it. Uh, uh, it's funny that you didn't like the writing, though. Uh, same writer as Scream, one of my favorite writers. Kevin Williamson. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, one man, thing man. that, and and I always, I love, love Scream. You know this. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. And I used to watch Dawson's Creek, too. But oh, the one oh. thing that I hated never about seen it. I won't say hated. The one thing that I never could completely wrap my my mind around with him <laughs> is his is unnatural dialogue. I just don't feel like the dialogue that he writes is always what someone would naturally say in a particular situation. No, I'm talking about that. 16-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. I know. I, I know. I, I, I do enjoy it, but th- see, would you would you say that this is over the top dialogue wise? This is pretty tame as far as it's more of a procedural procedural serial killer movie. But you know, Kevin Bacon's kind of a badass and. I feel like it just felt clumsy to me. I think that he's going to, I mean, I think it'll probably iron itself out. You know, I'm going to give it time. But for right now, it felt really clumsy. Is anything like Jack Burl? Kevin Bacon? Oh. <laughs> no. He's <laughs> not like Jack Burl? No. Dorb's going to turn out of the valley like a son of a gun. You know, I say that every fucking time it rains. Me too. Just- <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a loser. You know know what a loser I am? Like, God, me see Jamie's just like me, man. Like, whenever I go to a party and I go to the coolers and my favorite beers are not there, uh, I'll just I'll just grab like you know whatever and I'll just go any port in the fucking storm. (laughs) (laughs) Like uh, Captain, whatever. Is that like a ritual? Like you have to say that every time. If I'm grabbing a drink that's not mine, I say that. I totally get it. I have those things too. I, I'm just, I'm a little bit OCD. Not a whole lot, you know, like I lock the door and unlock it 27 times or anything. But I, I have little weird quirks. Like I have to chew evenly on both sides of my mouth. That's weird. If I take a bite and I'll chew it on my right side, then the next time I take a bite, I will chew it on my left side and I have to even it out. Now, let me just ask you. <laughs> you know where this is going, right? Okay. <laughs> Do you give the left testicle the same amount of time as the right one? Of course. Yeah, of- exactly. It's just and like... How could you not? You know. So it's only what's... Like, if he's sucking your nipples, do you want him to go to each one equally? <laughs> oh, it drives me nuts if they're uneven. Really? <laughs> yeah. I knew yeah. it. I knew it. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not like something I'm going to be like, smack him on the head and go, Hey, you owe three more to that side. Now right. get to it. <laughs> You'll get over it. I don't do that. I get over it. Trust me. Cue the crickets. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about one movie, though, that is coming out. Scary Movie 5. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now, I don't really don't want to talk about this, but you know, I was thinking, wasn't Michael Jackson in, like, the third one? The, uh, n- well, an in, in impersonator, but yeah. Oh, that wasn't him? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> dude, can you believe Michael Jackson? You remember that sex scandal in 91 or something like that where that kid said he was, you know sucking them off or something. I don't know. There were like 10 of them, weren't there? <clears throat> well, that, the famous one was like the first one in 91 when this all first came about. Do you know that he paid that kid $40 million to shut up? <laughs> like, well, how, how much proof did that kid have to merit $40 mil- Like, what, do they have Michael Jackson's glove in the kid's ass or something? <laughs> like, God. how much proof could really, you know? And like, the kid was describing his dick. Oh yeah, but well, and he was talking about the color. His wasn't his dick still black? <laughs> well, it was. I, I believe that <laughs> sort of a mixture of, you know, of, of pigments. Right. Like it had spots, or, or something like that, and that was what he was able to describe. But you know, this is what I want to know. Like who, who is it that's suing him? That is like pushes all the way to forty? Because I think most people would be like. 10 million. Okay, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> 40. Like, right. He's like, I love you $10 million. Uh, 15. Um, how about 12? Okay, now 20, bitch. Um, okay, <laughs> how about 15, like you said? 40. Now what? Double it. 40. 40. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Like, I don't know, man. Like, can you imagine that your, your penis is that 
abnormal that people could describe it other than it looks like every other dick. He's like, <laughs> he's like, come here, little Joey. I'll teach you to moonwalk into my penis. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I gotta pull my pants down? Yeah. Who's bad? Let me show you who's bad. Uh, dude, you'd be doing the moonwalk too if your dad was coming at you with a belt every time he saw you. <laughs> yeah, right. You'd be walking backwards. Now, who, who's writing Scary Movie Five? Kevin Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. Okay, yeah, because I heard um, the uh, Haunted House movie. You know, the Paranormal Activity, whatever else uh, spoof. I heard it sucked. Oh but, yeah. Uh, no. A lot of people, which is disappointing too, because like we've talked about on the on the last couple shows there um, about scary movie, how how yeah it's stupid, but I mean you know the first one's classic, second one's okay, and then everything after that is just trash. So I think uh, you know the it, if it did have a redeemable quality to it, it would be getting back the Wayne's brothers, but then they just put that out, you know another piece of shit. So. I, uh, yeah, I, I think this uh, series has no hope left in it. Besides, you know, stupid cameos from Lindsay Lohan and fucking Charlie Sheen and whoever else, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. that's just my opinion on it. Yeah. Yep. Well, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, I've really done the head. I never, I don't put much credence into those goofy movies. I mean, I watch yeah. them. I liked, like, almost all the scary movies, but. Yeah, well, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. got mail listener letters da, 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 da. Yeah, you heard it it's listener letters we're back all right uh okay so here's a listener letter uh halloween awards Ooh. wow we're still talking about that love that show jake says that was the most enjoyable experience a halloween fan could have outside of watching the actual movies Aww. thanks i know you don't include part five or eight in that right or the remake Alright. <laughs> Another Jake. There's a different Jake. This was on uh, <clears throat> Facebook. Just got done listening to your show, guys. My favorite show so far. That would be episode 40. Show. <laughs> that would be show 43. And that's saying a lot. A lot of fun to listen to. Jamie's a great new addition to the show. All three of you do an awesome job. And I'm looking forward to the ghost theme show, even if it was a passing joke. Looking. Yeah, I do want to do that. I think that'll be fun. Yes. So we'll do that. Definitely do that in the next three shows, we promise. Yes. Danny wrote, I went back and listened to the Texas Chainsaw 3D review again. I agree with almost everything you guys said about it. Originally, I tried to take it too seriously and had my expectations in the wrong place. When I, when I let myself just sit back and have some fun with it, I enjoy it a lot more. This will definitely be a Blu-ray buy for me. Oh, nice. and Jamie, love TCM2. I go way back with that movie, too. Aw, thank you. Can you guys start talking about me or Dan more? <laughs> hey, I'm new. I haven't had that many. Yeah, but nobody said nothing to me for nine months before you got there. Aw. <laughs> I do janitorial true. duties here in the dungeon for the skeleton crew. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Everything <laughs> about Jamie. I think we gotta get rid of her. Jamie! 
Jamie. See, that was our mistake. You bring somebody on who's better than you, and it's, it's the dumbest thing you could do. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? What a dumb idea that was. You're so cute. You're both adorable. Uh, but you know damn well that's not true. You have rabid fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is very true. Yes, indeed. We don't have fans. We have listeners. No, I know. I actually, I never call them fans because to me, I'm not anyone to have a fan. Exactly. You know? Silly. I just think they like hearing the show. I don't really think... See, like I said, they don't really write things to us specifically, but they, maybe you have fans because me and Dan don't get too many, like specific mentions so i think they just like the show as a as a whole well it's probably because occasionally on twitter i'll promise a hand job for an email that's know? it twitter i do that too <laughs> it doesn't work i never i never have twatted no <laughs> twatted tweeted twitter twitter twat. i don't twat uh kevin says it would be awesome to hear you guys do a commentary track for a movie like an 80s slasher or another horror flick. Monster Squad, Bride of Frankenstein comes to mind for some odd reason. Anyways, good shit. Looking forward to the next show. Good oh. shit. Thanks, Didn't bro. mention me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, right, Jamie. dude. Oh, and I love you, Jamie. No, I'm kidding. I actually saw that comment, so I know that's a lot. But, um, yeah. <laughs> no, that's really awesome. Virus database I love the feedback. Yes. That's why I just, I love this show because your listeners give you feedback, and that's great. Positive, negative, whatever. I just, you know, I like to know you're out there. Yeah. And I got feedback for somebody. Some creep wrote to the show and they said, don't think I didn't notice that you're throwing in songs from Garfield and Charlie Brown for your Halloween shows, you loser. So you know what? Just for you, buddy, I'm going to throw in a Muppet Baby song on the show. Muppet Babies. Wait, did someone actually say that? Yeah. Oh, let's go fuck them I don't know. It was back a couple... I, th- I deleted it a couple weeks. Ridiculous. Like, Get off my email. <laughs> right to me. I'm like, so creepy. <laughs> I just, just, I'm going to put Muppet Baby singing about horror. How do you like that? Peggy, what if there's ghosts in here? Billy, if you see a ghost, all you have to do is call O'Piggy. I call O'Piggy and you'll come running to help me? Maybe. Maybe. Get going, Foggy. Okay, okay.
You, Sorry, man. You, hey, man. You know, I guess we suck, dude. We just uh, we should just uh, call it quits. And yeah, really, because I play Charlie Brown. There, you're right to me, you animal. All right, now we got Jason <laughs> Lloyd, who ah, oh, Jesus, who's that? <laughs> He he wrote he made this thing on our Facebook. Who said? I love you, Lloyd. You know that. Do I know him? Yeah, horophilia. Huh? Rings a bell. But... <laughs> Lloyd, uh, he I think he thinks that our show focuses too much on mainstream horror. I think I think you know so he's he's pushing us for to go um, with a, a retrospective on a third or second tier franchise, and uh, I'm gonna list some of the ones that they suggested, and and I think you'll know why we keep it mainstream. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, not all. Okay, Phantasm, they want us to do retrospective. Pumpkinhead. Maniac Cop, that's alright, there's only three movies. Children of the Corn, you really think we're sitting there for eight movies, guys? If, if it gets to- We did that with Texas Chainsaw. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, eight bad movies. Yeah, right? We did that with Texas Chainsaw. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, Amityville, sorry guys, you're not getting ten movies reviewed, sorry. Amityville, I would, see, I would love to do all of those. Ten? Mentally ill from Amityville, accidentally kill your family still. Think of these old cats, Amityville. God damn it. (laughs) I just want that to go on record for Lloyd that I, I am down with all of that. All of the ones I mentioned? Yeah, we'll see... You know, he supports all my shows, so, like, I can't piss him oh, off. screw him. All right. <laughs> we paid him this year. He worked good for another year. All right. Then we got <laughs> Ghoulies. Then we got Leprechaun. Never happening. Ugh. Oh, man. Come on. Leprechaun in space. Leprechaun in the hood. Critters. Forget about it. What? Forget about it. Wishmaster. Forget about it. Oh, my God. Come on. What? Wishmaster is awesome. Yeah, we picked Psycho out of all that. How do you like that? I like that, but... Alright, because you guys agreed. Well, no, but I think one of the common themes here, though, is this is going to be a big year we got coming up for horror movies, dude. We got tons of new releases. We can, uh, you know, and we get a lot of retrospectives that we, we have in mind. And, you know, like we just said, some of those are good, but, um, you know, I think we want to we, we want to try and do a little bit of everything. And, uh, yeah, we're kind of overflowing with, uh, with, 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 with stuff to do here. And uh, we're kind of picking and choosing from what we want to incorporate with the show. And it's actually fun, don't get me wrong, but, uh, yeah, we definitely got a lot of, uh, a lot of material on our plate, a lot of shit and we got uh, guests coming in like crazy soon, and that's a lot of listeners. And in in a totally unrelated note, um, our YouTube channel that you guys have mostly subscribed to is uh, has been hijacked. We've been bamboozled. If you are a part of the Skeleton Crew YouTube channel, you have to un unlike it or whatever, unsubscribe. And we have a new one. It's YouTube, blah, 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 slash The Skeleton Crew Shows. Yeah, shows with an S at the end. So make sure that's in there, and then you subscribe to that. I have like four videos up there right now. And um, with new Windows A, I have no idea how to make videos anymore because the window movie maker that they got in there, just I just don't understand how to use it. I hate Windows 8. Oh, so I can't even put our stuff on YouTube anymore. But... 
we're going to use that channel for other things related to the show because I just can't put the shows up there anymore. And that's a shame because that drew in a lot of traffic, man. Yeah, so if you're part of the other one, uh, yeah, fuck that shit. Fuck that noise, dude. That ain't us no more. Yeah, it's been hijacked and um, other content is being posted on there currently. And there's still other ways to listen to the shows, you know? Like I said, go to iTunes. Check out iTunes. Yeah. We had, listen to this, we had 14,850 video views on on that channel, which is wow. at, out of our control now. And 105 subscribers, damn it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I worked so hard on that channel. Like, if you only knew the hours and hours and hours spent producing those shows. <sighs> God. Kill him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's that but for now on any emails that we get that have anything to do with jamie will not be read on the show what no, no more you're done you gotta put a little more time in honey uh, excuse me well you think three shows and somehow you're you're just entitled to emails i did for you and for two shows and that was my first foray as official skeleton crew material. So don't even tell me that I haven't contributed. Number one, it was seven movies. Number two... It was eight in... Wait. No. <laughs> so you get out of here, so it's eight. Four. Five, six, five, seven. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's it feel to be wrong, Jamie, huh? huh? Will you tell me you're more used to it? <laughs> oh, really? Get uh, <laughs> yeah. a wise one. Yeah. Quick one, huh? Nah, nah. All right, get out of here. Get off. We gotta get her. We have to get off the show. She has to go to do her other forty shows. Oh, yeah, just right. so everybody knows, if you really are that into Jamie, she's doing a werewolf show, which will come out once a month on a full moon. So look for that. Oh. And the debut is February twenty fifth. Oh, werewolves of podcasts. <laughs> Can we name that show for you? Um. Well, we'll take into consideration any suggestions that you have. Call it, call it wolf bait. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody know what wolf bait is? Um, wolf bait. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. But more importantly, you're going to be reviewing Teen Wolf. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll be on that show. Just a, just a suggestion, you know? If, if, uh, if I can put something in your suggestion box. <laughs> put anything in my box you want. <laughs> Thank you and good night.